Weekly, 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 weekly ball movement. Weekly, 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 ball movement. Are you talking about softball? Start it. Just start it. Alright, everybody. Welcome back to another weekly ball movement. I'm here with Sarah and Ziggy's back. Applause. Applause for Ziggy himself. Uh, last week was an amazing week, so we're going to talk about last week. And then coming up is the first doubleheader. It's Veterans Night. If you don't know what Veterans Night is, we're going to talk all about that. Um, so tons of stuff coming up in the DSL and on the podcast. Uh, but Ziggy, you were there last week. What are your thoughts on DSL going into the doubleheader? Into the doubleheader is probably going to be very exciting. Because all the matchups I saw so far were uh-huh. great games. Okay. <laughs> all right. You've seen a lot of great games? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Got any moments you want to share? Um, no. Okay. No great moments, just yeah. great games. Yeah, just great games. Okay. You were out there for the rain. Yeah, Did you enjoy yeah. being out there in the rain? Um, no. No. <laughs> 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 all right, well... Uh, I have something I want to start with. Okay. Uh, I got some requests. So I asked people, how, how could I make the podcast better? You know, give me your feedback. Let me know. I got some requests, and one of them was for more Ziggy. Okay. Darren Smith would like more Ziggy. He thinks that uh, Zach Thomas is really boring and would like me to talk <laughs> less and for my co-hosts to talk more. Uh, so I have an idea. What we're going to do is we're going to do Richard White's quiz. So if you haven't done the quiz yet, this is spoiler. Pause it. Go to Facebook, do the quiz, put down your score, come back, see if you beat Sarah and Ziggy and myself. We'll wait. We'll wait. And go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so here we go. Uh, I love Richard White's quizzes. Um, let's go. Hopefully it's not too complicated. Hopefully the language is PG and not the normal vulgarities that Richard White puts in his quizzes. <laughs> He doesn't seem like a guy prone to vulgarities to me. I've never done the quiz, but... <laughs> Are the answers in here? Okay. Don't um, look. Yes. Oh. No, you can look because it's just the question. Okay, first uh-huh. question. You guys can see. Which game had to be paused due to the rain? Game, game one, two. Game two, game three, or all of them? Game two. Game two. Game two. Let's check. Game two is correct. Nice. You're one for one. Congratulations. Well, there's only one question. Which of these Los Drinkers actually showed up this week? There's uh, four pictures here. This is Greg Grenier, Adam Fox. Uh, that's Quinton. And that is Alex Greenthumb's dog. Alex Greenthumb's Alex dog. Alex Greenthumb's dog. None of these other nope. dudes yes. showed nope. up? Nope. 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 Correct. Alex Greenthumb's dog was the going to be the eighth player. <laughs> <laughs> she did have a, a jersey. Oh, okay. She did? Yeah, she did. Perfect. Well, maybe next week was going to be the play. There we go. After three weeks of playing, who are the on, who's the only team with three wins in the books? The Hitsters, the Dirtbags, Double Trouble, or Good Times? Which team has three wins? Good Times. Ziggy, do you agree? Good Times, yes. Nice. Correct. I had no doubts. So far, everything is good. Which of these events did not... Happened last weekend. Number one, Daniel Burke falling in the mud. 
Number two, a book giveaway. Number three, a barbecue. Number four, an Adam Fox home run. Which of these things did not happen? Okay, the first two definitely happened. The first two definitely happened. Daniel Brick fell in the mud and a book giveaway happened. Was there a barbecue? Was there a barbecue? Was there a barbecue? Yes. There was a barbecue. There was a barbecue, so it must be an Adam Fox home yeah. run. So we're using process of elimination to process remove... Process of elimination. Ziggy and I only know that those three things happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's how we know. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know what Adam Fox, what he did, what he got up to. I don't even you know You could have told me he's not there. Oh, he was not there. He was at home sleeping. Oh, okay. Or wherever he was. Okay. I don't know where he was. Uh, but he was not there, so he definitely did not hit a home run. But there was a book giveaway. Corey Sitar gave away yeah. a ton of books. I picked up a couple. Everybody was grabbing books. It was a lot of book talk, Not, a lot of book chat. But there was a and there was a book giveaway. The book giveaway was amazing. The barbecue, which I want to talk about later, was amazing. Um, so anyway, correct. So far, so good. In Ruben's absence, who was Los Drinkers' stand-in coach? Was it Eddie? Was it Elvi? Was it Alex GT? Or was it Alex GT's dog? It was Elvi. Sarah says Elvi. Ziggy, do you have any other information for us on this? No. Do you agree with mom or you want to pick somebody else? I agree. You agree. It was LV? Correct. Nice. It was LV. I want to talk about that as well on the podcast. Tonight, LV was the coach. Oh. Which game is this? Game one, game two, game three. It's a picture of a clock. The hands are pointing to 11, 12. Oh, okay. I know, but- which, I know which game it is. Uh, is it game one, game two, or game three? Game one. Is your game, and you played... At 11 a.m.? Did I, did I play first? Yeah. Okay, game one. Game one. Yes, that's correct. The score of the first game was 11 to 12. Did you just dab? No. Yeah, he's dabbing in here. No. Or did you no. burp? No. No, you better say you dabbed. <laughs> Ooh, this is a tough one. What's that? Good Times player Foster played last week's game sporting a particularly attention-grabbing pair of socks of which color? Ooh, Green, that's tough. blue, orange, or pink? I think they were pink. Oh, this is so great. This is a good one. They Z- were pink. What color do you think they were? I think they were pink, too. You think they were pink, too? Nice! They were pink. His team is pink, and he had these bright pink socks. He hit his first home run. It was hit of the week. Uh, awesome game by him. Ooh, 70%. He's killing it. 70% finished, and we've got them all right so far. As game three had to be forfeited, what score has been recorded for Double Trouble's win? No. Does anyone know? I know. You know. I know. 0-1, Ziggy, what's your guess? What do you think we did? 0-14. Ziggy says 0 0-7. 0-7 is the correct answer. Correct answer. That's inside knowledge. But there we go. Okay. Similarly, what happened in place of the final game? A scrimmage game? Some batting fielding practice? Nothing? Just a forfeit? Or a drinking contest? Some battling fielding. Some batting, some battling and fielding. <laughs> you were battling. I saw you kicking batting. your brother. I saw you sparring with... Uh... No, that was, just, that was the other week. Oh, okay. That was two weeks ago that you were kicking him. Okay. Uh, Sarah? A drinking contest. Incorrect. <laughs> battling and fielding practice I object occurred. To, to that it was absolutely a drinking contest yes. what I saw okay which team shares their name with a Norwegian party band <laughs> the hitsters good times dirtbags or double trouble this one's very hard I have no idea 
Me I don't think it's the hipsters. Yeah. I don't either. I don't either because that's copyrighted by me. It's so copyrighted? incredibly unique. No, it's not. Should be. I better get on it. <laughs> For some Norwegian party band takes it. I want to go dirt bags. I, me too. I want to yeah, say dirt bags. I'd say dirt bags. Oh! oh, oh it, is the it is the hipsters! Wow. What? Wow. Look at what? Zach's face right now. I am. Rushed. Zach is going to a dark place. That's fantastic, though, because now uh, I will have something to listen to in the car tomorrow. The Hitsters Norwegian Party Band. Oh, crazy. Oh. Okay. We got one wrong. We got nine out of ten right. Oh, nice we got job, one wrong. Team. Nice wow. job. Wow. Nice job. Wow. Wow. Great. I hope everyone enjoyed us taking Richard White's quiz. I love those quizzes. Um, thank you, Richard, for doing those. Wow, ten questions. Yeah. Every week. The guy's a machine. He's incredible. Quizmaster. All right, Z, what else you got to say? Anything else you want to say to the fine people of the DSL? What do you mean, what else? What else? What else you got what to else? say? What else okay. is there? Do you what have else? a quiz question? No. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Let's What's hear your, it. You got a quiz question? What is it? Which team mm. would do the best in the library? <laughs> a. Dirt bags. Uh huh. B. Hitsters, mm. C, Double Trouble. Okay, great question. So this is about who's going to be quiet in the yeah. library. Well, I think it's Hitsters. Or who's yeah. smartest. Oh, yeah, okay. The who's brainiest, smart? quietest ones. Who, definitely the Hitsters. Who could point you to the library? <laughs> What's the answer? And the answer why? is... B, the Hitsters. Why? Why do you say that? My team is uh, uh, boisterous. No, we're not boisterous. I don't know. Not as much as the other teams. You're, listen, if you are competing with Greg DeVillers alone yeah, in right. volume, nobody stands a chance against that guy. Yeah, I've joined the bowling league, and uh, as soon as you get in the bowling alley and start to head down the stairs, you can start to hear DeVillers like, immediately. It doesn't matter what he's talking about. You, you hear him. Yeah, okay. Well, we're the library team. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're the library team. All right, well, Siggy, thank you very much for coming on, doing the quiz with us. I really appreciate it. Now, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sarah, welcome back, everyone. Now, we've, now we're on to the adult portion of the show. We're going to get very serious here. Talk softball. Are you ready for that? Yeah, sorry. Just saw Ziggy behind you. <laughs> Okay, we're not 100% ready for that. Uh, okay, it was a big week, even though it was like a shortened week, kind of a small week, but still an important week in the DSL. A baby week. A baby week, because we only had two official games. We had a forfeit, um, which we haven't had in a long time. I can only remember one other one. Uh, it was the first year that I coached back in 2018 against Kyle's team, I, the Hitsters versus Kyle's whatever they were. And his team had like a team party in Pohong or something, and only like five or six of them made it to the park that day. Um, they they had had a team party. I believe that's what happened. Yes, I think that's what happened. That was a crazy game or a crazy day. That was the day that we were at Duryu Park and Ruben hit a ball into the stands at Duryu Park. Just incredible. Oh, this is this is what you were telling me about in the car where I was mad. Yeah, you were mad because you thought that we let them pick up Darren Smith as their like eighth or ninth player, and then he came out and played in like a little scrimmage. We did like a little scrimmage, and Sarah was up in the stands at Durio and she's watching and she's just like furious that Darren Smith is allowed to like 
do Darren Smith things all day. Um, but it was a forfeit. They forfeited. So we had another one today. Those drinkers couldn't put a team together. I don't know what happened. They just crumbled. I mean, they started the week. They knew they were only going to have like 10. And then somebody else was like, I can't come. And then somebody else was like, I can't come. And then at the end of the day, they only had four people show up. Uh, not fun. Any thoughts? Um, no. I mean, what can I say? Like, I, that is, it is unfortunate, but I, I will say that the, the Lowe's drinkers, the, the drinkers, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely made the best of it. And yep. Double Trouble was there for it. Yeah, Double Trouble came out. And so I think it showed a real spirit what happened in lieu of the game. Yeah. Uh, it because was a- it was raining. Yeah. It was cold. There was a, a puddle. A puddle. It was a mud slick. The, it was the a, area around home plate was just muddy. Which I would like to talk about, by the way, because I have some observations. Oh, good. Uh, but anyway... And in spite of that, for the just the pure love of the game of softball, I saw, I saw Los Drinkers out there. I saw Double Troubles out there, and I saw some people who were on neither of those teams randos, out there. Some randos got involved. <laughs> yeah, they did some hitting practice, and they just kept going. I was really surprised that they had the appetite to stay out there that long because it was rainy and it was cold, uh, and like you said, it was muddy in the batter's box. Um, but people still. People wanted to swing and hit the ball and do a little bit of fielding. Uh, so, yeah, it turned out to be fine. It turned out to be kind of fun. Um, but I can tell you we don't pay all that money to rent the field to do that. So, anyway, hopefully we don't have another uh, forfeit in the books this year. Um, but there were two games that were played, Sarah. I want to start with the second game because that game was really fun, really interesting. We had a rain delay. Which I don't remember. I don't think we've ever had a rain delay that I can remember. In the second game. Yeah, in the second game. Do you remember it was rain? It started pouring down oh, rain. Oh yeah, yeah. And I we I think there was it was raining so heavily that I and people nearby me felt like, well, this is it. Mm. Yeah. But you know, it was like. Um, it was like that thing where they roll out the tar- tarp. All those guys roll out the tarp, and then those poor sons of bitches got a. Roll it back up. I wish we'd made Corey Baker roll out a tarp tarp all by himself (laughs) and drag it across the field. (laughs) Corey, nobody can do it but you. (laughs) It was like, uh, I want to say it was maybe the top of the fifth inning and it started to just rain really heavy. Um, But we knew it wasn't supposed to rain very long and so we just kind of, uh, everybody went, a bunch of people went to the dugout, a bunch of people went to the clubhouse and we just kind of hung out. And the rain stopped within, what, 15 minutes? And then we got back on the field. Home plate was muddy. There was much debate about where to put the plate and how to do it. And eventually we just decided, fine, just play in the mud. Um, And it turned out fine. Only like three or four people fell and really ate it. Daniel Burke was the one who really ate it. Uh, And didn't he make it to first? He made it to first on that, yeah. So. Yeah. Nico had one too as well. But he also made it to first, I think. So it ended up being fine. Nico's... Nico's move looked like happened in slow motion to me. Mm. Like it was like his he was doing that thing where his legs were moving, right? But he wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> and they were I, f- I feel like they were completely parallel to the ground. Uh-huh. 
it really did look. I have a perfect visual in my head of, of Nico falling of Nico down, Nico trying to get away from from home plate. He did really good. The only thing that got really messy were his batting gloves. His batting gloves were just yes, caked because in mud. he kind of broke his, stopped his fall. Yeah, his yeah. hands a little bit. Um, and then the catchers had a heck of a time. Poor catchers back there because every ball was just like splashing in the mud. And then when the little balls in front of the plate, there were all these balls that were only going like a foot and a half because they'd hit in the mud. And then they just kind of die there. And the poor catchers would have to try to, like, tromp through the mud to, like, pick up the ball. It was wild. Uh, but they did a good job. But they didn't. You know, I saw some players uh, who you wouldn't describe as delicate ballerinas. Mm-hmm. Doing uh, delicate doing ballerina things. Very Doing toe work. Around it was just really funny. Like, Who was people, doing the toe work? I don't want to say it doesn't matter. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't remember. But anyway, just people that you wouldn't expect they would do these little like like around the puddle and then tear off to first. Yeah, right. Because it you, was this like I don't want to fall. Yeah, the field was fine. The field itself, the green part of the field was totally fine. It was just the area around home plate that was muddy. Uh, and could cause you to slip. But once you got out of there, yeah, you were good to go. There were also a couple of balls that landed right... The puddle was in fair territory. Yeah, there was a big mud puddle. The biggest mud puddle was in fair territory. And so there were a couple that just kind of landed in that mud puddle. And I believe the results of that got some people on base. Oh, those were singles all day, yeah. Once you got muddy. So I thought that the player of the week should be the mud puddle. (laughs) Now, not a single coach asked me no. my opinion. And the Mud Puddle did not win Player of the Week. Well, so I'm very sorry. I think that that's prejudiced against Mud Puddles. Well, you know who won Player of the Week? A Mud Puddle? <laughs> Chris Berry. Uh, Chris Berry won Player of the Week. Nothing's more opposite to a Mud Puddle than Chris Berry. That's right. Um, he had a good day at the plate. I don't have it in front of me. I should look in front. Uh, he had a very good day. I think he went four for four. I'm sure he had a lot of hits. But the big thing, one of the biggest things he did was... Maddie had to cancel his sandwiches, which is a huge bummer because then everybody starves. Um, but Barry, with like a day's notice, threw together like a pretty serious barbecue. We had hot dogs, hamburgers, and Dewey sausage and uh, buns and everything. And so it was really nice. Uh, and for donations only. For donations only. Wow. Yeah. And cheers to the league. I think he like broke even or, or very close to it um, from what I heard. So it was awesome. It's really nice to have... Uh, anyone who will do anything, uh, especially if it's food related. You mean, you mean, not anyone who will do anything, but anyone who will do just anything. Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And Barry threw that together really quickly. And Michael Barry was there cooking. He was on the grill. Was Michael Barry cooking? He was grilling. Yeah, he was grilling. Man, um, it's so. Cr- I didn't realize this is like a real old person thing to say, but that kid used to be shorter than me. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I remember when he was shorter than me. Yeah, when he was like 12, he'd come to the field and sell like Subway sandwiches and Cheetos and stuff. Jesus, he was probably my height, actually. <laughs> nah, no, nah, no. Nah. He was little back then. He was a little dude back then. Now he's very tall. He's a tall dude now. Good for him. Very tall guy. Really grew up. Gotta Ate a lot get, of Subway sandwiches. Get my and... boys on the Michael Berry diet. <laughs> Ask him. What'd you the eat? Baby Berry diet. What'd you eat? What do baby berries eat? Um, so yeah, they were out there grilling and that was awesome. Um, and added to a really nice day. The game, I don't remember what happened in the game. You remember what happened in the game? Uh, no, what, maybe. But I did want to say um, that a really cute guy brought me a hot dog, so I hope he donated. Who the fuck was it? 
is the ump of that game. Oh, okay. Uh, did <laughs> Who you, did a great job? Did you donate any money? <laughs> Who did such a great job? No, I didn't donate. You any didn't? Money. No. <sighs> uh, we we'll next time. Okay. Uh, actually, that game ended up nineteen to sixteen, and it was really close. It was back and forth the whole game. It was really tight. Um, this the, was the uh, Weekend Warriors. No, no, incorrect. This was this Dirt was... Bags versus Good Times, pink and yellow. Pink. The Villers. Oh, Manor. oh, oh! Right, right, right. This is the game. This is the game where had we not played after the rain. Good times would have won. I think good time was ahead, but it hadn't been five innings. And then the oh, other it hadn't? thing hadn't really been five. I think it was like top of the fifth when we stopped. And then the other thing that we were talking about was we had to finish this game. Otherwise, was it still a forfeit? The third game, because the third game was going to come after. And would would the team, you know, would Ruben's team be able to say, "Oh, it was a rain out. We couldn't play because it, it rained." I have to something to say about that because yeah. I was you know, wandering around, as I often do, and I did overhear the coach of Double Trouble say to a Los Drinkers, the the interim coach of Los Drinkers, that they would not have accepted that forfeit. At that time that I overheard him say this, uh, it, we thought that we were done for the day, and so I did hear like a true sportsman, the coach of, of Double Trouble, say, no, 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 we will just reschedule that game. I'm not going to take a forfeit in a game we wouldn't have played anyway. It was very... At, when he said that, he 100% believed that the whole day was now canceled. Oh, okay. Um, which I thought was very... Yeah, I think everybody wants to play a game that counts. You know, we have the statistics and we have the, the, the record at the end of the season and we have the playoffs and all this stuff and we want to make sure it counts. Um, but yeah, it just didn't go that way. Um, a couple of like amazing individual performances, Sarah. Foster T, I think, had his first home run. He gets hit of the week for that. Uh, and then he had another double, huge, huge game from him. Uh, Jason Greener is on fire. 12 for 12 this season. He had another home run. Um, he's, he's doing really well. He, I have to say, Jason Greener looks like a baseball player. <laughs> he just he he goes up there, he just his everything about his body language is just radiating off of him. Mm-hmm. He's calm, you know, he's relaxed. You can see it in his body. He's yeah. relaxed and he's just, you know, goes out there, he does his thing, he's very chill. He does well every time. I mean, he just he just has that and he just glides around the base. He does. This was a big win for Good Times because they did not have Chuck and they didn't have Jeff. Um, and they were missing a couple people. They didn't have Ronnie. So they were missing three people. Um, and so to be able to pull this off was pretty incredible. Allie had another good day. She had another big blast um, that ended up caught. But I think it went for like two RBI sack fly. Um, so she's making just crazy contact driving the ball. And that's helping the team. Shalini got catch of the week. Shalini's off to an awesome start as well at the plate. She's 8 for 12. Uh, and she had ca- play of the week. Um, at second base, she made this kind of like... She ended up like on her knees on the ground, Yeah, right? like kind of like a falling stab at this ball at second base and then got an out. Um, it was it was a very athletic play. And it was a huge play in the game as well because the dirtbags were really coming back. And it was like one of those that had, had it gotten through, you know, maybe the dirtbags had been able to rally and, and win the game. 
Um, so Shalini's doing awesome as well. Uh, anything else about this pink and yellow team? Uh, what do you think about yellow? You got any thoughts on yellow? The Villers, Corey, Chris Berry. Corey Baker? Corey Baker. You know, you can't tell what team he's on because he doesn't wear the damn shirt. Was he not wearing his jersey again this he week? He had that goofy... He, he wears... That's a thing the sky, he always the wears. Sky. I think it's like a... It's like a... Lacrosse uh, jersey of some kind. I uh-huh. don't know. I don't know what they play over there in Wisconsin, but uh, some really good games on this side. Tomas four for four again. He's still batting a thousand, and he had one of my favorite hits of the season, where he just absolutely hammered the ball into the ground in front of home plate, and it bounced about twenty feet in the air. And he's one of the fastest three people out there. Maybe he might be at this point the fastest guy out there. And there's just no way you're gonna get him. And it's just like, do that every single time and you will bat a 1,000 for the whole season, right? That guy's hair mm-hmm. looks as good. He runs around, it just looks the same. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't change. I think he just doesn't, you know, it's he's like, just very fit. You know, he Captain just... America has like really good hair no matter what. <laughs> no matter what he, aliens he's fighting or whatever. Uh-huh. Tomas has whatever that magic is. That's Tomas. The, it's just, he just always looks very well-kempt. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who play out there and they look, you know... <laughs> They haven't even unkempt. started playing, and they look unkempt. They got no excuses, <laughs> whether it's money or not. That guy, no, he looks... I love that. Um, Hannah Nagy made her, her debut and went three for four. She was one that was really getting some benefit from the mud. Uh, I think she's the one that had a, at least one that just stuck yes. in the mud. Yes, that's right. I think that that's right. Um, very valuable. Uh, to be able to do that and get on base and then be there for other people to drive in. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm not saying this about Hannah necessarily, but just kind of generally. Sometimes I get the sense that when players hit a ball short like that, mm-hmm. they, again, not Hannah necessarily, but just in general, they have this sense of like, oh, that's not what I'm supposed to do. They feel a little like. Um, I don't know, uh, maybe not embarrassed is maybe too strong, but just this feeling of like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess I guess that's what I did and I'll try. But like, mm-hmm. that is a thing. Yeah. And one ought to do it if one can. Right. <laughs> like, I, I think that I think that that's 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 a that's a thing that you can do and you should own that and be proud of it. And, and I think some players are. And I think if any players who are feeling like, oh, I should be trying to, you know, hit it over. Somebody's head. Somebody's head. Like, well, maybe you can, but there's nothing wrong with the a hit's a hit. A yeah. base is a base. Yes. You and get there any way you can. Any way that you can get there, it's the same. Um, and speaking of that, Dalila, uh, she's six for eight this season. She's having a fantastic start. And I don't care about, you know, maybe it's a fielder's choice or something. She's six for eight. She's on base three quarters of the time. She has RBIs. She's like helping that to like really contributing to the, to the offense of that team. She looks like a, like a baseball player too, actually. Yeah. She has like, just the, she carries herself like an athlete. She looks very comfortable. She's catching very sporty. Yeah. Well, sporty's not the right word, but like she's, you can just tell she's comfortable in her body. She's like, she knows where she's supposed to be. Love it. Yeah, she looks very she looks very comfortable uh, at home plate this year uh, when she's catching. Um, so this was a good game. It really was like back and forth the whole day. Wasn't sure you know who was gonna win. Um, so an awesome game to watch. And then like I said in the top of the fifth, they had this crazy rain delay that kind of changed the whole game with the new mud puddle and you can't really run out of the box. 
Um, but yeah, super fun. Fun to umpire. Uh, fun to be a part of. Fun to be on the field. Um, so that was the second game. And now, a couple of things after, the, after those two games. Los Drinkers are 0-3 somehow, Sarah. Do you know that I never know which one of those numbers... <laughs> Well, I was in marching band in high school. Uh-huh. I went to every single game. My brother was also in marching band, and we're four years apart. So for eight years, yeah. I went to every single high school football game in my high school. Okay. And with people would say, we're one and three, we're oh and two, we're four and eight, or whatever. Uh-huh. I Ooh, you went to a good school. <laughs> I, did I? <laughs> I? I still cannot remember which one is wins and which one is losses. The first one is wins, so zero wins. Now you had a little pause there, like for a second you weren't sure. <laughs> Maybe this is not only my problem, this is also your problem. <laughs> the second one is losses. Who comes up with this shit? Uh, I don't know, somebody like 150 years ago. What an asshole. Yeah. Um, so the Low Streakers are 0 3. They're in a little trouble in their division. The other two teams are 2 and 1. The Dirtbags are 2 and 1, and Double Trouble is 2 and 1. So Low Streakers got to do something this weekend in the doubleheader. I imagine they're going to play two games. <laughs> they're going to play two games. That's two chances to not Who are be. Who they playing? Oh, I don't are know. We we'll talk about talk? it. We're no, not. we're not. No, because we got to talk about the first game now, Sarah. The amazing, I'm going to call it game of the day because there are only two games. <laughs> And it was a good one. Uh, the first game of the day, Weekend Warriors versus Hitsters, goes 12-11 to the Hitsters. Went to the bottom of the seventh. Weekend Warriors did it again. They scored a bunch of runs in the top of the seventh to push the game to, you know, to keep the game going. And then they got walked off. Poor Warriors. Did you want to mention who did that? Because I feel like you're just leaving that dangling in there. <laughs> they just got a little dangler. A little dingleberry of a factoid that you want to make sure gets on the podcast. Did you, who did it, Zach? Who hit it? I did not have the game-winning hit. You didn't? No. I had a triple that set up the game-winning hit uh, in the seventh inning. That Okay, hold on, hold on. We have to talk about this. That would have been the walk-off home run if anyone had been in the outfield but Jordan Clodfelter. Ugh. This guy, Clodfelter. Typical Clodfelter. I hit the ball to the fence. The ball, like, I don't know, two-hopped or three-hopped to the to the fence in center field. I hit this ball. I'm the winning run, right? If I score, it's game over. There's two outs. I score, and the, the, the game is over. I get to third base, and they're holding me up. And I'm just kind of, I'm like, all right, great. I got a triple. But I'm also kind of confused because, like, I hit it to the deepest part of the park. Like, who threw it from out there? So I go back, and, and I watch the video. And Clodfelter, he was not the original outfielder to touch the ball. He came over from left rover. The center fielder, for some reason, throws it to Clodfelter, which is a weird thing to do, to like throw it like 10 feet in front of you. That's not usually what you do. Usually you try to throw it into the infield. But anyway, good idea by them. Clodfelter gets the ball and just spins around and chucks it. He's maybe 30 feet from the deepest part of center, the fence. He spins around and chucks the ball and, like, one hops Richard Garland at home. It was unbelievable. If the ball had been, you know, 15 feet up the line in either direction, it's a home run for me. If the ball had hit the net uh, in the middle there, it's a home run for me. Like, so many things could have happened that that throw not be online. But it was like, it was an absolute cannon of a throw to at least, like, preserve the game for a moment um, and keep me at third base. And, uh, you know, Garland came up and fielded it because it was just a perfect, perfect throw. 
Um, so that was that was extremely impressive. I was just blown away by that because uh, he took away my walk-off home run. It would have been a walk-off home run, Sarah. So anyway, Claude Felter, just watch out. Don't run. Don't run on him. He's just launching the ball. Um, but actually, the, the walk-off hit went to Digger. Digger beaten. Oh, good for him. <laughs> That's Corey, great. Corey Sitar was out there again. Corey Sitar is a league legend. He was in the league forever, going way back. And he had a fun factoid about Digger. Did you get this factoid? Yeah, that Digger was the first ever drafted person. The first person ever drafted. Number one pick of the number one draft. In the first round. In the first round of the first year of yeah. the DSL. Yeah. Who picked him? I wasn't paying attention for that part. I don't yeah, know. I, didn't, I, didn't I don't know. I should have. I should have learned uh, that. But yes, Digger was the very first pick in the very first draft. Wow. Seventeen years ago. And still, a gem. Still out there playing ball. Still uh, out there making game-winning hits. That's insane. That's crazy. That's really crazy. In my opinion. If if we knew when the last year of the DSL was going to be, you could pick him last. <laughs> Save him. <laughs> but, like, I guess you wouldn't know that. Here's what's going to happen. In five years, I will become commissioner of the DSL. I will purposely kill the league. <laughs> I will make it so that Digger is the last pick. Uh, just to bring it all completely full circle. Um, but there were lots of other good performances in this one. Uh, who else was out there doing things? Hold on, I got to pull up my... I have copious websites that have notes about this. You do? Did, what, did, the, did the scrimmage not have any stats? Scrimmage did not have stats, which is a bummer. We don't get any stats for that. Um, but let's see. Who had a big week for the Warriors? Scrolling. Scrolling. <laughs> scrolling. Where are they? Claude Felter. Look at Claude Felter again. Um, four hits. Couple of RBIs, uh, ridiculous throw from center field. Um, boy, I have to go a long way here, Warriors. Oh, you know who else was pretty good out there? This guy Blake. We got a new rookie, Blake Trinsky. Uh, I think he was a pretty late pick, but he's doing really, really nice work out there. I think he was two for three. Um, did a nice job. Oh, and Skrzina had three hits. Sarah, you talked to Dan quite a bit this weekend. How's Dan? Dan's good. He and I uh, were uh, remarking on the fact that Quentin Stollery, when it was raining a little bit, kept calling it spotting. <laughs> so it was spotting out there? It was spotting. Spotting on the field? He didn't say it in full phrases like that. He's like, oh, it's... I can't do his accent, but anyway. And, okay. You know, I said to Dan what I thought that sounded like to me, and Dan just very sober was like, yep, that's what it sounded like to me, too. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he had such a great reaction to that. Um, Very chill. And uh, Dan and I, as as uh, listeners of the show know, Dan and I going head to head for the Gold Glove at third base. So I love Sean, you know, going head to head in a game. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I told him to go watch the video and see and give me a report on who he thinks is objectively the best third baseman at this point. It's probably still him. Uh, I can't get it field a regular ground ball. So until that happens, it's Dan. It's Krishina. Um, 
who else? What else is going on on the Warriors team? Um, the Warriors also have Katie Speck, who had three hits, and she's a lefty, and she kind of drags the ball to that right side, and she's super tough to get out. And then in the same kind of mold, uh, with a little less power, is Angie. Um, Angie was only one for two, but man, uh, I said this last week, but those players that do that, and you were just saying it, like the players that just like kind of hit those balls, they just create all this chaos on the field where the first baseman's running around, the second baseman's running around. Best. I mean, pe- look, there that in this league, there are people who do that. Mm-hmm. As a as a team playing defense, you have to be prepared for that. Yeah. The more prepared you are for that, the better off you'll be. And if you're not, that's your fault. 100%. And I mean, like I said um, last time, you have to think about it from the coaching perspective where it's like, I can't, I got to be really careful because, you know, if I put Zach Thomas out there, he's going to throw the ball into the outfield, fielding a, a eight-foot hit, and then they're going to score three runs, which happened in week one. So uh, it just <laughs> it just messes with your head as a coach um, and trying to get everybody sort of situated and put in the right place. So anyway, big weeks from uh, all those players. But that was a really fun game to be a part of too. Back and forth, uh, the Warriors, we just couldn't, the hitsters, we just couldn't string together enough hits to like really put them away, to really move away from them. And same for them. I don't know. You had moved away for a while. Yeah. You you were sitting pretty nice. I think we were up by four going into the seven and they scored four runs. Crazy. That lineup, Matty's got a really good lineup the way he's built his lineup. It never feels... Like the bottom. Yeah, it never feels like you take an inning off or something. You're like, okay, right. whew, let's take an inning. It's just like, it just keeps going. It just keeps rolling. Um, but, unfortunately for him, they're also 0-3. Which mm-hmm. I'm just shocked. Unbelievable. Unbelievable start for them. 0-3 and they've been walked off twice, I want to say. Um, so, I don't know. I'd look for them to turn it around in the second half. So. Well, their games have all been close. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been very close. So... They're in it, you know. It's happening. They're in it. Um, blah, blah, blah. What else we got? Yeah, they've lost by a combined four runs. They've lost three games by a combined four runs. Wow. <laughs> That's such a small number. <laughs> That's a very small number. At the end of the year, that'll be very painful, too. It's like heartbreaking and refreshing at the same time, right? Yeah. Because if you were just every, you were just constantly getting crushed, mm-hmm. then you would be like, "Oh my God, we have no chance." But right. when it the, with with that, it's like we're there. We're almost there. We're we're this close to figuring it out. Yep. And it was like one hit or one defensive play was gonna send it either way. Yeah, he's a slow burn kind of guy. Speaking of one defensive play, we did have it. Paul Whitaker made this crazy sliding diving catch on a Minsung ball. There were runners on second and third and two outs in the top of the seventh. Whitaker makes this crazy sliding catch that saved two runs and really allowed us to, to be able to come back because we didn't do a very... We, we, we got two outs really fast um, in the bottom of the seventh. So if we'd had to score three runs, it would have been much harder than just scoring the one. So Whitaker made that game-saving catch for us and it really was just came down to like one, one or two plays at the end of the game. So yeah, Warriors... Right there. But they get a chance this weekend. To be warriors. To be true warriors this weekend. What are the, who are they playing? All right, are we ready? Oh, sorry, I keep jumping the gun. No, 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 no. We're ready now because there were only two games. So we now we're done. We're done with the Did recap. Did you hear when I say Maddie was a slow burn kind of guy? I was going to go on a riff about oh, that. Oh, yeah, and go then for you, it. And then you oh. said, speaking of defensive plays, which we were not, <laughs> and talked about Bob Whitaker's catch. <laughs> 
okay. Whoa, Maddie's a slow burn kind of guy. <laughs> it's too late now. It doesn't matter. Forget it. Well, what I mean is, like, I just feel, you know, I, he seems like a guy who is, like, he's, he's doing his thing. He's, and then all of a sudden just, pew, you know what I mean? Sure. You're just friends for like a long time. <laughs> and then next thing you know, he's standing out your window yeah. with a boombox in the rain. <laughs> it is a slow burn. Uh, exact. Yeah, I think so. I think that's exactly right. That's not what I meant by burn. No, I, I just, like it. Just a, you know, a, a, it's like a, it's like a lead up. And he's not gonna like panic. Amazing. He's not gonna panic. <laughs> well, he's not gonna. No, also that, but not what I mean. All right. Well, we'll we'll touch on this more in our in our preview of we'll the doubleheader. We'll touch on slow burns later. Touch <laughs> on slow burns. Um, so Sarah, we have a doubleheader coming up. A twelve-hour day. Games start at ten a.m. and they finish at ten p.m. Did you decide what time you're going to get to the field? Eight forty-five a.m. You are not. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't play till the afternoon, so can maybe we a schedule bit. our lives on the podcast right now? Talk about oh, I take the kids and we go there, and who's gonna get the yes gimba? Uh, when do we get McDonald's? Um, I don't know. We'll see, but we do we do have games starting at ten a.m., uh, which I'm very excited about. Which which gentle people are playing at ten a.m.? Which team is playing at ten a.m.? Which uh, hearty soul? Is playing at 10 a.m. Is it Los Drinkers? It is Los Drinkers versus Good Times. What do you think about that one? How are we going to do? Um, I can't believe Green... Of course Greener. Greener doesn't mind a 10 a.m. start. Greener probably do a 6 a.m. start. I'm sure he does. He, yeah, he probably does. He's probably ready to go any time of day. But early morning is... He, Greener seems like an early morning kind of guy. Well, I will say this. Uh, that is just early enough... To still be wide awake from the night before. Yeah, that could work in their favor. Yeah. If they can get there. Yeah. Yeah. If they can get their ride sorted and somebody can get them up there and they can just kind of keep going, then they'll probably be okay. Ah, I think they can do it. Okay. Uh, as far as I know, everyone's going to be there. I have, I have a few names of people who are not going to be there throughout the day. Liam will not be there for good times, I've heard. He's having a great start to the season. He looks healthy. He looks strong. He looks fully committed. He looks a little deer in the headlights to me most of the time, but <laughs> sure, in terms of his playing, uh, he's always always a hitter. Always a hitter, Liam. Uh, Liam hits. Uh, fresh-faced dude, that Liam. But he, he won't really be is yeah. a fresh-faced dude. But I don't think he'll be there. Uh, so he will not be there. As far as Los Drinker goes, I think they're all going to be there. So they're back on it with a full squad. Can they beat Good Times is 3 and 0 and their own 3. Undefeated. So I don't think it's it's Drinkers. I, I think it's fair to say that if Los Drinkers win, it would be an upset. It would be an upset. It would be an upset. Are we going to see a 10 a.m. upset, Sarah? God, I hope so. Me too. I really hope so. I do too. Los Drinkers, are we doing picks? Yeah, we're doing picks. Pick away. People have mentioned to me my picks on Saturday. And I did not remember. And you're just like, I don't remember. They were like, that's what you picked. And I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> Good for me. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick list drinkers. You know, I love an underdog. Well, you found one. 
you found one. Those drinkers? Yeah. Oh. I thought you were like talking about yourself or something. No, 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 Sarah. Please. You did this thing with your face. You're like, well, you found one. Like, it's me. <laughs> I don't know. Your body language was saying that. People at home can't see that, but there, you did a thing with your. <laughs> no one ever thought I would find a person to spend my life with. <laughs> they counted me out. <laughs> um, uh, no, 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 no. So you're going to go Los Drinkers just for the. See. Yeah. I would like Los Drinkers to win. I think it's a terrible idea to pick them, but I'm going to pick them. Come on, drinkers. Let's go. Yeah. Win a game. Beat good times. I need somebody to beat good times. They don't need to be. They don't need to be pumped up. They just need to show up and do their thing. They got it. They have it in their team. Their team has it. That's true. Their team is capable of this. That's true. I want to see it. I want to see their best. What do they got? You know? Oh, speaking of those drinkers who got it, Paul Grubb. Paul Grubb's got it? Paul Grubb's got it. What's Let me just got? say, if you look at the statistics, Paul Grubb is hitting like 350 this year. But I got to tell you, what? What does that mean? <laughs> is that bad? That's that not, sounds bad. That's not great for Paul Grubb. That's not great for for um, Mr. Grubb. Might be even though it might be like 250. Senior Grubb of Senior Grubb of those drinkers. But I'm telling you, if you had to pick a player and you said, I want this player for the last like seven games because... I think they're going to do really well. It would be Groba. That would be one of my picks. I'd take Groba. Even with that. Because I think he's going he's gonna to get back to like his normal average of, of what he does. And more. I think at the end of the season, you won't even notice the three games where he struggled at the beginning. He's hitting the ball extremely hard. He's just hitting it right to people. So I think Groba, I think he just like goes off in the rest of the season. So Can you play that song, La Camisa Negra, at the end of this Maybe, yeah, sure. Tengo, tengo la camisa negra. <laughs> sure. It, what is it? Yes, I don't know. Because that's like their shirt. That's like their song. Let's put it in there for them. Okay? okay, let's put it in there for them and we'll see if they can get... As a way to... A victory. We're here for you, underdogs. Okay, so we're both going drinkers because we want that to happen. What about Good Times versus Weekend Warriors? Good time. Good Times is playing two in a row. Back to back. This also seems like a, a KG Greener move. Two games, back-to-back, real early in the morning. Everybody's fresh, and then you go have fun the rest of the day. You can't call Jason Greener KG. That's like calling Opie KG. (laughs) (laughs) It's just wrong. I thought Opie was always scheming. It's part of Greener's scheme. What is the... What is the... How does it go? I don't know. What is it? Uh, okay, anyway. All right, uh, okay. Scheming. What did you say? Oh, so two of the nicest people on earth? Two of the nicest coaches on earth? Yeah, but they always, you know, they always got to go ahead, Ted. Here. And the, kni- the knives are really out in this one, Sarah. Knives out. Knives out in this one. Whoa. Um, Should I do my accent? Boy, my... good times. They drew both of the 0-3 teams. Greener could not have drawn this up. But this is part of a Greener scheme. If Dustin were commissioner and his team was 3-0 and he was going into a doubleheader facing the two teams that are 0-3, people would be howling that he set this up. Nobody's howling about Jason (laughs) because you just, you know. Nobody's howling about Jason because it was printed on the website. It was printed on the website many days ago, many weeks ago. Um, This is also... Oh, you just said this. So this is so... (laughs) I'm just going to repeat what you just said. Do it. Do it. The people at home have Jason, lost track. Good times. And interest is in what we're saying. 3 and 0. 
Yes. I just learned good that times. the first number is the winning. Good the times, wins. Jason, is 3-0. and Okay. Jason, good times, greener. Uh, and he's playing an 0-3 team at 10 a.m. and an 0-3 team at 12. <laughs> yes. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, he, he, do you, good times not going to win both of those games. And go 5-0. and Start the season 5-0. and They're going to go 5-0. and I don't know. That's... That's too many good times. You don't get that many good times. You get some good times. It's not good all time. All times good. Good all times. You can't appreciate the it's, good times if you don't have bad times. That's right. We just learned that in the episode of Bluey we watched. Yeah, that's right. If you have everything you want, then nothing is special. Uh-huh. So are you going Warriors in this one? Are we picking against good times twice? You know what? Yes, I am. Warriors are at home, which they have not, you know. So they got the fan base. <laughs> <laughs> this home, the their fans are gonna be out. You know that that atmosphere is gonna be electric uh, during this doubleheader for the Warriors. Um, I'm doing it. You're doing it. You're going Warriors. Yes, I think so. I think they get. I think the luck starts to fall in their favor. Hopefully, everybody's there for them, and they they have the um, they can put it together. But I think they can. I think they can play enough defense, and I think they can score enough runs to. Make it happen. Yeah, I did. We did order double sandwiches because it's. Oh my because, god! So I, I, I have to assume that Maddie won't be so worn <laughs> out from making double sandwiches for you and I. That that I have to will send him playing. so much money. Well, please do because I gotta get another job so I can afford my sandwiches. Um, don't <laughs> complain about the the cost of sandwiches. Uh, no, no, no. It's just the the cost is fine. Of course, everything is crazy expensive. Um. This is Zach's favorite topic, people Dad's. at home. <laughs> Dad tell talk. Me. Dad talk with Dad. Sir, you guess how much bread was? <laughs> Sir, there's only five pieces of bread in this loaf from Paris Baguette. Paris Baguette as a... It's $2 a piece of bread. Paris Baguette as a new bread is oat bread. There are six slices in the bag. <laughs> six slices in the bag of bread. And they're charging you full price, Okay. It's abs- we live in absurd it's because times. Because oat milk is expensive. That's oats are expensive. It's one of the hardiest, most plentiful grains on the planet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Paris Baguette got me paying two dollars for a piece of bread. Anyway, okay. Um, but we both want to go Warriors in that one. Again, Good Times is having a great season. They're a really good team. Uh, but we just don't think that the Good Times can last forever and they don't want to they don't want to you don't want to be that team greener wants to go undefeated i know but like what i mean the i maybe i shouldn't do i feel like at the end of the season like people don't like those teams yeah everybody turns people get on. real cranky about it people are like boo and like you know let's let's keep let's keep do you know what uh what's his name what why you talk like this what was his name uh jo would go parody <laughs> Parody in the league. Hold on. But parody in the league. I do feel like last year's Game of Thrones was one of maybe the most hated teams. <laughs> well. Because they were so absurdly good and they were just constantly winning by a million runs. And by the end on the championship day it was like, enough, enough. We don't want this team to win anymore. Uh but I I think not you know, nice guy greener. Uh nice guy Opie Greener. Um Maybe he can ride that wave and go ten and zero and win the championship. I don't know. No, I don't think. I don't think anybody's gone undefeated and won the championship in a long time. Didn't, so, isn't that what Game of Thrones? No, they lost. They lost to 
my team last year in the first game of the season, and then they won every other game. Oh. Um. So anyway, I don't know. Maybe he can do it, but I think he gets stopped at this point. I think that team gets stopped a little bit at this point. They're good though. They're really good. All right, now two p.m. We could have pillow fight of the season. What's a, what is a pillow fight? Why do you say pillow fight? I don't know what that means. We have Warriors versus Los Drinkers in this one. So we have an we could potentially have an 0 and 4 team versus an 0 and 4 team. Both of them looking for their first win. Call that a pillow fight. You call that a pillow fight? Yeah. The, se- the what did I say the second game was knives out and the the third game was the pillow fight of the day. Uh, so Warriors versus Los Drinkers. The way that we're seeing this day go down is that both of these teams are coming off of victories. What time is that game? That game is at 2 p.m. And the drinkers have a break. Oh. But it's at noon. They don't care. They don't care. That's nothing to them. Yeah. You, well, you're a lowest drinker no matter what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so. I am going to pick Weekend Warriors. Yeah, I think i got to go Warriors in that one. I think so. I think playing those two games back-to-back is, is helpful. It's, it's early. It's not gonna be hot. Yeah, you just keep going. You just keep going. You know, you're all warmed up and you're ready to go. If the other team kind of, if you're a slow burn kind of guy, if you're a slow burn. You win that two p.m. game. Wow. Slow burn till slow three burn. p.m. and slow then finally burn. turn it on. Maddie, slow burn can cam- candle candle <laughs> slow burn candle Maddie Campbell. <laughs> Um, any other things of note in this one? Not that I can think of. I think probably Campbell has a big day. I know Ruben is trying to swing for the fences at all times. Ruben doesn't have a sense of anything else in front terms of swinging. Yes, it is always swinging. He's like, if I, you, you know what? I feel this way about people who sing really well. I'm sure this is how Ruben feels. If you can hit like that, why wouldn't you just try to hit like that? Like try to hit over the fence all the time. Right. If I could sing like Adele, I would never talk. <laughs> this podcast would be much higher rated if Hello. you did Adele singing it's levels. Me. <laughs> Adele. <laughs> uh, um, blah, 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 blah. So it's possible that we could have an 0 and 5 team coming out of here. Uh, could be drinkers or warriors could be 0-5 at the end of today and we could have a 5-0 and team which just seems crazy to me we shouldn't you know we shouldn't have that It should every game should end in a tie um, <laughs> there should be no winners and no losers uh, okay but there will be losers on this day many of them <laughs> um, so that covers the first half of the day that's kind of that's the A schedule the very first half of the day Anything else you're going to be looking out for? Oh, my God. We've only just covered the first half of the day. Don't worry. Everyone has stopped listening at this point, so we're just free to say whatever we want. Oh, great. Although, let me say I this. Because I have a special message for Maddie since mm. nobody else is listening. He's not listening. Matt doesn't listen? Well, he might listen, but he's only going to listen like 20 minutes. Who's going to listen to this much? I could tell you who, but go ahead. Well, I just want to say if anybody says they don't want vegetables on their sandwiches that it comes with, he should just put them onto my sandwich. All the extra veggies should just go into my veggie wrap. <laughs> I had this thought the other day when Quentin wanted his veggie wrap with, like, nothing on it. Oh, okay. He just wanted a tortilla. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just bring one of them tortillas, man. Uh, I just really like tortillas. Uh, no, you know what? One of the other requests from Darren Smith is that we go daily. Go where? Daily. 
do this podcast daily? Yeah, that we have a daily show. Oh my God, Darren, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's very sweet. I'm honored. Uh, but that, uh, no. So tune in. Tune in every you Monday. You should break this up into five minute. No, no, no. He wanted more. He wanted more. I think that he would take like Joe Rogan levels or uh, what does Joe Rogan old do? school Howard Stern levels. I don't know, like four hours a day. Howard Stern did five or six hours a day. Yeah. I think Darren's ready for that. hey Can you imagine if we had to do Hi-o. five or six hours a day? We'd have to expand beyond the Dago Softball League, I think. I don't think we're going to do what Howard Stern did, though. You don't see us going in that direction? <laughs> no. I don't know enough ladies who work in adult entertainment. I don't know anybody who works in adult entertainment. Yet. Um, so anyway. Uh, okay, so we're probably not going to do a daily show, but I think my, the point is that Darren Smith is still listening. So there is still one listener through all of this chaos. Hi, Darren. Madness. Hi, Darren. How you doing, bud? Go ahead and just talk into your phone there. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> Well, good, us too. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hope that clears up, bud. Uh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Part two of the day. The afternoon day. When it gets uh, spicy. As Kyle DeVore used to say. It's going to get spicy. No, it's not going to get spicy. As Kyle DeVore used to say, the stars come out at night, Sarah. And Kyle DeVore said that. Kyle like DeVore used to say that. Yeah. About softball or just in yeah, general? No, about softball. Because uh, we should get lights. We should have lights in this one. Well, Zach, the stars come out at night. That was my that Kyle, was Kyle impression? impression. I didn't do a very no, good job. No, 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 no. Sorry. Um, okay. I apologize to everybody. We start at 4 p.m. <laughs> with Dirtbags versus Hitsters. The yellow team versus the mint team. The yellow team is coming off a tough loss last week to good times. Hitsters. Hitsters coming off a... Hard-fought win. Hitsters is going to use their minty freshness to clean the yellow stains off of the teeth of the dirt bags. I don't know. No, the dirt bags are the yellow stains. They're going to wash them away. The mouth of Hyojin Field will be washed clean with the minty freshness of the Hitsters. That was good. Um, uh, (laughs) Sorry, now I... (laughs) I have the double mint gum song. Okay. What do I know about this game? I know that for the dirtbags, Neil McHugh will not be gone, which is a bummer. That's a big loss. Sorry. No, sorry. He will be gone. He will not be gone. (laughs) It's a big loss that he'll be there. No. Um, That was very weird phrasing. No, no, no. He will not be there. So that's a loss to them. He's one of the better first basemen in the league. Yeah, he's one of those guys whose wingspan is giant. Yeah. Zach and I are stretching Waving our arms. Waving our arms like dinosaurs. Um, <laughs> dinosaurs? That's, I know. They don't have arms. Have they have tiny arms. He's the opposite of a dinosaur. Um, and he will not not be gone. He will not not be gone. So he won't be there. So that's that's a bit of a loss for them. Um, losing your first baseman. But they have Seacast to step in. Seacast looks good over there. Also has a big wingspan. Man, you got you get some big wingspan guys over there. It's really good. It's very helpful. Does DeVillers just have measurements of... Arms. That's arms, how he drafts. And he's like, okay, <laughs> it has to be above six feet or you don't get to be on my team. Exactly. I think it's just his wingspan. DeVillage just goes up to people and just like, spread your arms out. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who doesn't recoil in disgust gets to be on his team. <laughs> anyone who just does it immediately just goes, yes, sir, <laughs> snaps their arm out. Uh, and then goes past DeVillage's arms. He picks them. I do have to say... Because uh, I didn't get a chance to say this on our first podcast, was coaches draft in their own image. You always say that. Did I say that? Yeah, you always say that. 
So now the coaches are racking their brains like, oh, which of these players? Like, who am I? Getting in their heads. Um, they don't know who you are anymore. For the hitsters, Johan's going to be back. Jesu might miss part of this game. He's got a baseball game. He's coming from a baseball game to then play in a softball doubleheader. So love that commitment. Love it. Johan. Baller. Johan was the only hitster who bought a sweater. Yeah, he did. He bought a hitster sweater. Yeah. A, a hoodie. He's going to look awesome in that hoodie. You didn't get me a hoodie. <laughs> I'm going to get you a hoodie. I'm going to fix that. Oh, by the way, I should mention now that uh, everyone but Darren Smith has stopped listening. Um, you can, if you want a hoodie, a DSL hoodie or a team hoodie, let your captain know we're going to place another order in, at the end of April. So just let your captain know. They're only 35,000 won, which is just, what a deal. It's Unbelievable. Steal. Um, so let your captain know if you want one. I'm going to get one, at least for my wife. She wants one very badly. So Well... For those of you who care about this kind of thing, which is everyone, mm. the inside of the hoodie yeah. is is like actually soft. It's not jersey and it's not knit. It's like that soft, fluffy stuff on the inside of the sweater. Yeah, you like attacked Greener. I assaulted Greener yeah, trying to, to get find his, this out. Trying to get his clothes off. He was very. I wasn't trying to get his clothes off. Oh, okay. I didn't I'm realize sorry. you were just this, trying to get. You were just trying to get your hand up the shirt. You're I didn't right. realize this t-shirt was going to be so adhered to the hoodie. Right, right. Um, anyway, that's the story for another soft, day. Soft, soft on the inside. That's the biggest thing. Is that that's what's going on. They're very soft on the inside. I'm checking take, mine. I'm checking the one I'm wearing now. This is, yeah, it's like what you're wearing now. Oh, everybody look really close. Lean in and look really closely to what I'm wearing. Uh, uh, so that is, that is, uh, I recommend. Yeah, put in your order with your with your coaches and you can get any color you want. Fantastic. Uh, Greener did a good job throwing this together. Campbell, whoever else was involved um, in putting that together, did an awesome job. Had nothing to do with me, but they did great. Um, so Sarah, obviously we're going to go hitsters in this one. I think dirtbags have a chance. They score so many runs and the hitsters are having a hard time scoring runs. We have to score probably, I would think 18 to keep up with them. You do not speak for me. I oh, will okay. make my own pick. Uh, well, I'm going hitsters. Also hitsters. Um, <laughs> uh, but so we're going to have to score a lot of runs because dirtbags, that's the thing that they're doing. They're scoring a ton of runs, but they're also just giving up a bunch. So, um, wingspan isn't everything. Wingspan is not everything. It helps if you uh, catch. Are loud. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd say dirtbags have a good chance of. of uh, is that an upset? That wouldn't be an upset. Both of these teams are two and one. Okay, then six p.m. Lights are gonna come on in this one. Hitsters versus double trouble. The blue team back on the field in a game that counts. Ready to prove everyone wrong. Everyone? No. <laughs> uh, and show the league what they got. Um, in terms of rosters, I think for Double Trouble, everybody's going to be there. I really like this team. Like you said uh, out there on the field um, when they were like playing around and hitting the ball and stuff, they were just having like fun. They just seemed like it was a good time to be out there and be on that team. They got Murray Johnson. They got Eric Nash. They got uh, Tanya. They have... Uh, Jocelyn, Tim, Derek Bergen, Brittany, all, all these great people on that on that squad. Uh, it just seems like it'd be a fun team to be on. Yes. Did Tim draft in his image there? Fun guys. Uh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100% in his image. I mean, with the exception of Tanya, of Tanya everyone you just named is a crusty old dude. <laughs> Jocelyn? Oh, did you say Jocelyn? I didn't hear you say Jocelyn. Obviously, I don't think Jocelyn is a crusty old dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jocelyn's exactly my age. Uh, it's basically hilarious. following my life pattern exactly. So, so she's not a crusty old dude. No, yet. she's young, vibrant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same as you. Same as me. Same as you. Exactly the same. Um, okay. Uh, so who do you got in this one? Hitsers versus Double Trouble. Mint uh, versus Blue. Uh, I am. Hitsters second game. Double Trouble's first game. I am gonna go Hitsters. You're going to go Hitsters? Yes. All right, I think I'm going to go Hitsters as well. I think I'm making weird picks. Why? I think when you look at my picks zoomed out, mm. they seem it seems unlikely I will be all right. Mm. Uh, yes, it does seem unlikely that you'll be all right. But I've already kind of forgotten what I said, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, Dustin used to talk about this when he picked against his own team every week, uh, or many weeks. It's very hard to pick when you're, when you're a coach of a team. You know, you don't want to pick against your own team. That's makes your team feel kind of bad. You know? Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, look, guys, I don't believe in you at all. Thanks for coming, but okay, but there's honestly, absolutely no way that you can defeat this other team. They're just so much better than us. They're way more <laughs> talented than us. They're faster. They run the bases better. They're coached better. That seems like a terrible thing to say to your to your troops before you go into battle. It is, but also uh, the. The the DSL is like just listen. I love the DSL and I love mm-hmm. all the players in it, mm-hmm. but w- nobody is consistent enough for anything to be true. You know what I mean? Like anything can happen in the DSL. That's true. So it's like your best player can have a bad day. Your worst player can do uh, all kinds of crazy stuff that works out. So like yeah. it just. You know, everyone is two weird hops away from from an upset. That is true. So these picks are like, we're acting like we have knowledge. I mean, I'm not. But you you act like, you know, you could have knowledge that might inform you in some way when literally anything can happen. Yes, that is true. Is the point that I make. That's a great point. Thank you. I think that's such a great point to lead us into the last game of the day. Double Trouble versus Dirtbags at 8 p.m. It'll be late. Under the lights, the crowd's going to be rowdy. Oh, also in this one, I forgot to say this, we're having our Veterans Night, which is when we invite all of the kind of, anyone in town who's played in the league before can come up. Two free drinks if you've played in the league before. Um, And then also we're doing our Hall of Fame inductions, Sarah. We're going to induct, I think it's four four or five uh, of of, uh, the former DSL legends into the DSL Hall of Fame. <laughs> I cannot wait. Did you fart? <laughs> it smells so bad. What is happening? <laughs> oh my god, that's gross. Alright, we've uh, fumigated our home and actually we uh, I've gotten in touch with the landlord. We're moving. Um... Um, anyway, so it is the DSL Veterans Night, uh, meaning we're going to do this Hall of Fame thing. We've got five people we're going to put in the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to tell you who they are because it's a surprise. Yeah, don't tell us who they are. Why would you tell us? It's an announcement at the game. I know who they are. Okay, okay. you know. I know who they are, but we'll be announcing it at the game. And I'm very excited because last year was really fun. Um, we, oh man, we did like 20 people last year. You remember that? And then Dustin was the last one last year. We gave him the Hall of Fame before he left the league. Ridiculous, but um, <laughs> uh, I think it'll be good. Um, and then it'll be recorded as well, so you can watch it if you're asleep. You know, if you're 
someplace else in America or something, right? Oh, like, yeah, right. You're someplace else, you know. Um, you'll be listening to this podcast. Uh, anyway, um, so I'm very excited for that because I think that'll be really fun. Uh, really nice to have. I think the Hall of Fame is super cool. Sarah, <laughs> do you have any thoughts on the Hall of Fame? Uh, no, I think it's wonderful that it exists, though. Mm. And I just... You know, the world can be really shitty, and mm. so it's nice in this tiny little thing that's been created and maintained for 17 years that mm-hmm. that the, the, the time is taken to celebrate people just for being themselves. Right. And I think that that's wonderful and beautiful, and I'm I'm here for it. That's very nice. That's very good. I'm I'm holding in like a long rant about it, but I'm gonna let it go. Um, yeah, do that. I love it. I love it. I think it's fantastic, uh, and I'm very excited uh, to get those people in there. And then after we do that Hall of Fame ceremony, we will be playing the 8 p.m. game, the late game, Double Trouble versus Dirt Bags. Uh, and I think that your point about anything can happen is super super valuable and important here uh because it'll be late the lights will be on it'll probably be like a little bit colder than it's been the rest of the day it might be slippery uh because it gets kind of misty out there and then it gets real slippery on the field yeah it gets dewy on the field and slippery it was weird because like it poured rain last week and the field was not slippery like the field itself was not slippery but like a gentle layer of dew and like just everybody's just eating shit all night uh, so you said it might be a little cold. Yeah. <laughs> if only I had a hoodie. Oh to my wear. god! Maybe Johan will let you borrow his. All right. Um, you don't want to borrow Johan's hoodie. Well, you know. Okay. Um. So Sarah, let's make picks. Dirt bags versus double trouble. Chaos game. I'm so excited to watch a night game. I don't care, but I will really? pick. You're so excited to watch a night game. I love night games. I love the lights. I just love the lights. You know why? This is really lame and like really dumb what I'm about to say, but okay. I don't care. It's my authentic self. This is my true self. It reminds me of Field of Dreams. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I loved that movie. I loved that movie. It was on TV all the time, and I just, like, loved it. And I don't know why I loved it, because I didn't really watch baseball. But I loved that movie. And they play at night. And it's like, I don't don't think they only play at night. But anyway, the the lights on that field, and it's, like, dark, but the field is really bright. It's just, just feels magical. Yes, yes. It's very fun to be out there for a night game. When the lights come on, it's very fun. And I think... They've fixed all the lights because for a couple years, the right field light was out. And so you would look out into right field and the right fielder would just be out there in the dark, just like hanging out. There would just be like a person just like, is there a dude out? Like who's out there? Uh, And it was very dark. But I think they've now, I believe they've fixed all the lights. And so it should be sort of max brightness and and a really nice place to play uh, at night, not losing anybody in right field. Um... But the little bugs make noises. So doot, 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 doot. Yeah, it's really cool out there, right? Because it's like, can country. you see stars? I feel like you can see stars. Well, I don't know. I feel like with the light pollution of the field itself, you wouldn't be able to see stars. <laughs> but I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, you know what Kyle DeVore says. Stars come out at night, baby. That's better, Kyle. That's a better Kyle no. impression. Stars come out at night, baby. <laughs> is, he, is he that wrestler? Yeah, he talks like Macho Bones Man Randy Savage. always ready. If you never talk to Kyle, he talks exactly like Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. So if you ever see a picture of him, you'll know that that's what he talked like. Um, 
All right. Well, we got to pick this game, Sarah. We got to pick this game. What, who is it? <laughs> Double Trouble versus Dirtbags. Yellow and blue. So I have to choose... Blue and gold. You know, those were my high school colors. There you go. Classic combo. Apollo Hawks. That's who I think is going to win. The Hawks. The four and eight Apollo Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're really good. Uh... Uh, did I pick, did, did I pick, who? did I pick Double Trouble to win today? No, you did not, because you picked the Hitsters to defeat them in battle. But they're playing another game. Yeah, this second one. Versus oh, this bags. one. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, shit. Um, who do I think is going to be the most with it by that point at night? I'm going Double Trouble. You're going Double Trouble. Yeah. No, I'm changing my mind. I'm going to go dirt bags. You're going to go dirt bags? Why? They're like night why. people. You think those are night people? Yeah. Like party night people or just like up just, at 4 a.m. at the 7 Eleven? They could be doing anything, <laughs> but they're awake for it. <laughs> uh, all right. So you're going dirt bags because they're night people? Yeah. Okay. I want to go double trouble in this one. Okay. So I'm going to. So that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go double trouble. I think, uh, I don't know. I think that team is really, sometimes you need, you just need that team to come together. And that team really came together last week. You know, you need something that bonds you, gels you together. Maybe last week was it. And standing around in the rain for two hours is bonding. Standing around in the rain for <laughs> two hours. That's bondage. And it was raining. <laughs> it was cold. Um... Yeah, I spent a lot of time out there, uh, standing around the rain last week. Uh, but it was a blast. It was super fun. So you're, so we're going, we're divided again. The house divided. Yeah. Wow. I hope we come through. Tough. That's it, Sarah. We previewed the entire massive doubleheader. We discussed the Veterans Night. We talked about last week's game. We touched on the forfeit. We had our child on and had him do a quiz, uh, which he dominated. Um... That's a, what else we got? We got anything else? No, nothing else. Wow. That's it. That's 100%. We talked about spotting. We talked about mud puddles. We talked about, I have written on my notes here, Greener's Face. I don't think I talked about Greener's Face, but I can't remember why I wrote it in my notes. You call them Opie. That was a good joke. <laughs> that was a good one. Um. <laughs> Isn't that it? We can't whistle. I am very excited. Uh, for for this weekend to be done. Unbelievably, it's going to be April 23rd, April, 20, April 23rd, and the season will be halfway over. Wow. These are games four and game five. Half the season will be done. Unbelievable. A mad dash through April to get the season halfway finished. <laughs> uh, it seems like I should have something important to say about that, but I have nothing to say other than that. I've made that observation. I have nothing intelligent about that observation to follow up with. April happened, though, for sure. April existed. It was an incredible month. Many softball games were played. Hot take. Hot take. Um, so I guess that's it. I guess we'll see you on the field uh, all day, 12 hours on Saturday. Oh, never mind. It's okay. I was going to talk about fantasy, but it got all broken because of the forfeit, so we'll just let it go. If you want to play fantasy, get your fantasy picks in. Uh, what I'm going to do is combine both games. So uh, both games will count as like one 
one line for a person. So if, if you pick Chris Berry, then you get all the points from both games that he plays in. So they'll be combined. Oh, for just for the day of Saturday. For that doubleheader day. It's the whole day. How many hits do they get? How many home runs do they get? How many RBIs do they get for the whole day? So it'll oh, all be combined together. Interesting. It is really, really interesting. Well, is that going to change your picks? Like, do I think this is a slow burn person who can handle the whole day, or is it a... a I mean, I think you got to look at the schedule. A burn hot. I think you got to look at the schedule and make picks based on that. And then also the other thing... A flash in the pan. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the opposite of slow burn is. The other thing that I will do is on Friday night, I will make a post on the fantasy website detailing all the people that will be gone. Everything I know about who's going to be gone. So you can wait. Wait until you wait to put your picks in until like Friday. Why are you looking at me like that? Were you like? <laughs> well, last week, last were you accused? No, 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 no. I, I just feel like it's the right thing to do because last week there were all these people like throughout the week. It's coming down like this person's not gonna be there. This person's not gonna be there. And I do my best to like update the site like as I get this information. But I'm gonna put it all in one place where it's very easy to see before you make your picks, so you don't um, pick people who are. Everybody else knows is not going to be there. Or somebody else knows. So no inside information. Everybody has the same level playing field of information. Yes. Yes. Very important. Uh, last week's winner was Chris Berry. Well, good for him. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's all messed up, though, because of, of the forfeit and everything. A couple people were like, I picked all people on the blue team. Uh, me included. So anyway... Uh, we'll sort it out. Uh, but next week is going to be a huge week for softball, for fantasy, for 50-50, for... Sandwiches. Sandwiches, for every single thing that the Degu Softball League does. Huge, huge week. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. That's it. And that's your weekly ball movement. Tengo la camisa negra Hoy mi amor está de luto Hoy tengo en el alma una pena Y es por culpa de tu embrujo Hoy sé que tú ya no me quieres Y eso es lo que más me hiere Que tengo la camisa negra Y una pena que me duele Mal parece que solo me quedé Y fue pura todita tu mentira Que maldita mala suerte la mía Que aquel día te encontré Por beber del veneno
Lo que ayer me supo a gloria, hoy me sabe a pura miércoles por la tarde Y tú que no llegas, ni siquiera muestras señas Y yo con la camisa negra y tus maletas en la puerta Mal parece que solo me quedé Y fue pura solita tu mentira, que maldita mala suerte la mía Que aquel día te encontré